When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. A storm is coming. Be prepared. (laughs) It could sound like that. I'll tell you that. This week's storm, it's on the way. It's a coming 2,000 mile swath of the nation, the United States of America, from the Rockies to the Northeast, with a nasty mix of snow, ice, and rain. From uh, later today through Friday, cities such as Denver, Oklahoma City, St. Louis, Kansas City, Chicago, Indianapolis, and Detroit are in the path of this system. Widespread travel delays. Um, Any areas that receive significant icing from this storm, plan on down trees and out of power with power lines down. It's not going to be pretty. I hope you stay safe. But I will do everything in my power to make sure that we are here for you. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, we have another man that we can't kill. I want him tested. I want to find out how it's possible that they're staying alive. We talked to you about the guy in Pennsylvania that was shot and then hit in the head and the neck with a hatchet, crawled out of the woods, through a cornfield, and survived. And now, you know, and testified in court that that was the guy, Robert Sheets. That was the guy who shot me and left me to die. So you can't kill him. I don't know his name. I hope he's being tested. I want him in an undisclosed CDC location being tested. Well, now, remember the story we did of the guy that fell and landed on the BMW in New York, right? He fell nine stories from a New Jersey high-rise, landed on the BMW. He appeared badly injured. There was was footage, photographs of him briefly walking. He stood up, his right arm dangling at its side. He asked the passerby, what happened? He had internal injuries, gashes on his head. (laughs) He's left the treatment center. Yep, he's alive. He's fine. Now, it didn't say he walked away. It did say that he left the treatment center. All I know is he fell nine stories, hit a car, BMW, I mean, could be a saving grace, and then survived. And it wasn't close. He was in the hospital. He was in critical condition for days. And yet, no big deal. He's good. So I want these people tested, man. I'm not sure what's causing them to survive these horrible incidents, but I want to know why 
And I also love that the guy who fell the nine stories and survived and now has been released, I love, and still uh, unidentified, by the way, because of the federal health privacy law, the HIPPO laws, prevented us from knowing his name. Did it? Because that seems like that's not a thing anymore. But, you know, whatever. I know I digress away from this particular story. However, I just want to know what it is about these people that you can't kill them. This isn't Walking Dead style not killing them. Because in The Walking Dead, you're you're dead, right? I mean, you're that's the whole point. The Walking Dead. These people, you can't kill. You can do anything you want to them, but you can't kill them. I mean, these are like Highlander people, right? The only thing that kills them, you chop their head off. That's it. Other than that, you're fine. You're good to go. So, okay. I mean, that's like uh, uh, the, the movie on Netflix. Old Guard. I actually enjoyed the heck out of that movie with uh, Charlize Theron is uh, stars in it. And that's really an enjoyable movie. And that movie can go so many ways. Um, you know, you could make other movies or you could make it into a series. I'm sure Netflix is already working on it. But, you know, if they're not, call me. I'm here for you. No problem. But life is imitating art. Or is art imitating life? I don't know. I just know that for sure we have stories that we're, we've heard about now of people that won't die. So I need to have it studied and find out what the heck is going on with these people. And that's the story behind Old Guard. That's what brought these people down a little bit. Because, uh, you know, the big pharma wanted to study them. So let's hope that's happening. And then we have the people like Naya Okami. Naya Okami. Now, she is an other kin. You say to yourself, wait, what's an other kin? Well, she perceives herself and not how she lives her daily life, clarified, but she perceives herself as a wolf, a British Columbia wolf. And that's how she perceives herself. Now, she has videos out there where she's running through the woods as her wolf. You know, this is her other kin. And also uh, howling and growling. Now, she went on a British morning show uh, the other day and gave the host uh, a quiet wolf howl. (laughs) Now, that is fantastic. From Naya Okami as her other kin. She believes that she is a wolf. Now, she says that her body is, in fact, human. So she's not crazy. But she doesn't physically believe that she's a wolf. She's more spiritual and psychological as well as a wolf. Like, I'm I'm totally aware I'm human. But by the same token, spiritually, I'm a wolf. Now... Naya Okami, in addition to identifying as transgender, shocked, I'm sure you are, revealed to her social media followers uh, in 2017 that, hey, I'm transgender. And then she legally changed her gender a couple years later. But she also 
identifies as other kin. And that's where she is a British Columbia wolf. And she goes on to say that I think a lot of people have a misconception. <laughs> they think I I think I'm physically a wolf. Obviously, I don't, says Naya. I have a serious job. I pay my bills, taxes. This is just how I spiritually express myself. Oh, okay. So great. Good for you. I mean, she says I do I work for a nonprofit. I investigate trafficking and child predators. And I always like to make the joke <laughs> that as a wolf, I'm hunting my prey. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny there, Naya Okami. I mean, that's her little joke. I get it. And she, uh, she has her, uh, you know, she has her Instagram and TikTok channels and YouTube channels where you can see Naya Okami. And when she was in high school, she was a lot more shamelessly expressive. I would vocalize. I would howl. That was how I would express myself. <laughs> well, I bet you that was a hit in high school. <laughs> she said now uh, she refrains from, uh, you know, howling and that type of behavior in most public settings. If I'm at work or in a grocery store, I'm not going to bark or howl. Oh, why not? Naya Okami or otherkin or trans person? I mean, she's not a furry. Okay, don't get that don't get that mixed in. The otherkin community is more rooted in fantasy or mythology. They believe that they are awakened to their otherkin identities. So... Naya Okami, otherkin. All right, let's go to the break room. <laughs> I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, oh my gosh, so good. <laughs> Okay, not only is it uh, February 1st, 2022, for those of you listening live uh, to Chewing the Fat, it is uh, Black History Month begins uh, today here in America. It is the Lunar New Year, 2022, ending the year of the ox and beginning the year of the tiger. Tell that to Tiger King, who... Well, I guess he got a year cut off his sentence, but he's still in there for 21 years. And Xbox and PC Destiny fans can breathe a sigh of relief. According to Sony, uh, the Bungie acquisition isn't about creating new exclusive content for PlayStation. Bungie's going to remain a multi-platform studio with the option to self-publish its games. Microsoft made a similar announcement with Activision deal. Although I will say the uh, Activision deal was for a little bit more money. That Activision deal was for six point some billion. And Sony buys Bungie for three point six billion. So the Activision deal was a little bit more. Just saying. 
I'm not saying that it's, uh, you know, worth as much as Activision. It's obviously not. Uh, the Xbox Game Pass uh, features 400 games users can download and play for one monthly fee. Microsoft says the service has 25 million subscribers because they're talking about this uh, cross-platform friendly moves is seen as uh, drawing a harmonious new era in the console wars. Oh, really? Yeah, they... I like to point out to the industry's increased focus on the subscription model. (laughs) So you might as well get used to paying those subscriptions. Destiny 2 Bungie's most popular title is free to play, but offers season passes and expansions. That game has drawn 20 million players since 2019. And in December, Bloomberg reported that Sony is planning a new subscription service to compete with Game Pass. So good luck. Have fun continue to play your games. The New York Times purchased the game Wordle. I'm sure you're aware of Wordle. Uh, The daily word-solving game has become the smash hit across social media. Newspaper said it bought the game for an undisclosed price in the low seven figures. Interesting. Interesting. It was created by a software engineer, Joshua Wardle. <laughs> uh, he called the game Wordle, and his last name is Wardle. <laughs> Get it? Anyway, he wanted he d- developed it because uh, his uh, puzzle-loving partner. I don't know that that means a female, but I mean, it might not even be a male. It might be an otherkin. I don't know. But he wanted to help his puzzle-loving partner kill time. During COVID, Wordle has now exploded in the last few months. Now, according to this, per New York Times, uh, 90 people, 90 people played the game. Fast forward to today, all right? Uh, millions of people are playing it on a regular basis. Wordle has spawned, uh, you know, obviously ner- numerous spinoffs, which I'm sure... If you're any kind of little wanna word game play on your phone when you don't have when you have a couple of minutes, I'm sure you've seen all and downloaded them to see if they're worthy of continuing on your phone. Don't look at me like that. You all have your little word games that you play. We all have those downloaded on our phones. The only thing that matters though now is that the game, according to the New York Times, is going to remain free for new and existing players. <laughs> uh-huh. I can't even go to a New York Times story without them asking for a subscription and you've read your limit. And I don't even know if New York Times has a limit, to be honest. Every time I go there, I have to log into an account if I want to read the story. So if you think that Wordle is going to be free... <laughs> Uh, you can think again, but that sounds good. Sure, the game's going to remain initially free for new and existing players. Oh, okay. All right. So I just bought a new Roku device, which I, I like. I mean, I love Roku, and this new one is 
I think 5G, and it's got all the apps. And the reason I bought it, and I've got a couple other Roku's, older models in the house that we use on some older TVs, is now one of the curved TVs that we have, the, I forget what the screen size is, has, uh, the, it's a Samsung, but the apps aren't updating. They want me to buy a new TV, so they're not updating the apps, so I couldn't get Paramount Plus on the TV. So, Instead of buying a new TV, because the TV still works great. The video is awesome. And so I, uh, you know, I got a new Roku. So that, you know, the Roku obviously updates the new apps and has, uh, you know, and has Paramount Plus. So I can watch the Roku, uh, you know, through that TV. And I can watch, I can go to the other devices on that TV that are already loaded in. Or I could just bypass all that and use Roku. But I see where Roku now is fighting with Google because of new streaming technology. Oh, okay. So there's new technology that allows streaming companies to send the same video with less bandwidth. But this change would mean that Roku is going to have to make new streaming sticks and devices with processors to support the technology. And Roku says, your streaming companies are going to have to pay more for that. Oh, okay. I mean, that's how Roku makes their money, right? The streaming companies pay Roku to go on their device, and people have Roku. But the change would mean that Roku would have to abandon older devices more quickly than planned. So Roku, you know, is playing a little hardball, saying, uh, yeah, you're going to have to pay a little bit of cash and slow it down just a little bit on this new technology. And if you want us to update these streaming sticks and boxes, um, that means people are going to have to buy new ones. And so we're going to have to get paid a lot more money. I don't know if that'll mean that they're going to offer me new Roku. Uh, That's what they're going to do. Of course they will. They'll offer me free Roku. (laughs) Stop by and pick up your free Roku device. That's what's going to happen. But I was looking at some of these numbers. You know, we've gone over them uh, before. But when when you see them together, I mean, Netflix has 204 million streaming uh subscriptions prime video which according to this story says obviously which is part of amazon prime membership but can be purchased separately i don't know that that's true um uh, maybe i can get amazon prime without the video but i don't think i can get the video without the prime um and i don't know why you'd want to anyway but they claim that they have 150 million subscribers okay spotify not a video streaming service services uh has 144 million subscribers disney plus has 100 million Uh, i think disney plus has more than that now this story is behind a little bit i think and uh apple tv they say just has 10 million subscribers i think I, i think apple has a little bit more than that and then he goes into how much these services cost and he mentions that Netflix is seventeen dollars uh, with four streams a month, and they just jacked that up to I think nineteen ninety nine, you know, twenty bucks a month, uh, not long ago. So I mean, this story is a little bit behind. But what's going to happen is that now I just got a new Roku. Don't make me buy a new one. Damn it! I'm gonna have to get a new Roku. Oh, this this. This movie you want to watch through Roku doesn't work. The bandwidth doesn't work. Look forward to that coming. 
real soon. And I love the, I love also Samsung. Thank you for not updating your apps. Uh, oh, look, we're, we, you can still use the same TV. We're just not going to update your old TV with the new apps. So, you know, <laughs> good luck. God bless. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, it is official. Tom Brady, former quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, former quarterback for the New England Patriots, is retiring. He posted on his Instagram page moments ago, breaking news, while the recording of Chewing the Fat was happening, I've always believed the sport of football is an all-in proposition. If a 100% competitive commitment isn't there, you won't succeed. And success is what I love so much about our game. There is a physical, mental, and emotional challenge every single day that has allowed me to maximize my highest potential. And I have tried my very best these past 22 years. There are no shortcuts to success on the field or in life. This is difficult for me to write. But here goes. I'm not going to make that competitive commitment anymore. I have loved my NFL career, and now it's time to focus on my time and energy on other things that require my attention. And I've done a lot of reflecting the past week and have asked myself difficult questions. I'm so proud of what we've achieved. My teammates, coaches, fellow competitors, and fans deserve 100% of me. But right now, it's best I leave the field of play for the next generation of dedicated and committed athletes. And then he goes on for another, I don't know, a thousand pages on Instagram. There he thanks his Bucks teammates and the Bucks fans and Tampa and the entire Tampa-St. Petersburg region. I wish I'd have been there the last couple of years. It had to have been a lot of fun with Tom there. He thanks the Glazer family. He thanks Jason Lick. He thanks Bruce Arians, all the other coaches, all the players, uh, Alex Guerrero. He, he names a few people here since in college and in uh, pro sports. And then lastly, to my wife, Giselle, and my children, Jack, Benny, and Vivi, you are my inspiration. Our family is my greatest achievement. I've always come off the field and home to the most loving and supportive wife who has done everything for our family to allow me to focus on my career. Her selflessness, not anymore, uh, allowed me to reach new heights professionally. And I am beyond words what you mean to me and our family. Oh my God. My playing career has been so much of a thrilling ride. This is still, this is only eight. Okay. I feel like the luckiest person in the world. Ah, uh, with much love and appreciation and gratitude, Tom. Okay. 
Oh, he goes on. He's got, to, he's got to promote his other stuff. I'm sorry. The future is exciting. I'm fortunate to have co-founded incredible companies like Autograph.io, at Brady Brand, at TB12 Sports, and I'm excited to continue to help build and grow, but exactly what my days will look like will be a work in progress. As I said earlier, I am going to take it day by day. I know for sure I want to spend a lot of time giving to others and trying to enrich other people's lives, just as so many have done for me. With much love and appreciation and gratitude. Oh, he didn't put an and in there. With much love, appreciation, and gratitude. Tom. So it's official. Tom has officially retired. And he's been posting stuff on his uh, stories from Instagram where he uh, gets a thank you from Robert Kraft. Words cannot describe the feelings I have for Tom Brady. Uh, Then he gets the uh, message from uh, the Buccaneers and the Glazer family. And I love that there's a, there's a picture there uh, at Patriots. I couldn't have dreamed of a better ride. And it's, uh, you know, a tourist boat with uh, seven Super Bowl trophies on top. And Tom is standing at the top and there's water and sunset. So it looks like it's the Patriots, but really it's Florida. Because he's got the little ducky on the back and then the New England logo on the back as well. That's special. And, of course, he's promoting you know, the Brady brand. But uh, it is official now. Tom Brady is officially retired from the NFL. A lot of people are going to say, good, uh, get out. And others are going to say, eh, it's interesting how uh, it was denied that Tom hadn't made a decision when they reported this weekend that was that it was official. He had to be pissed, right? I mean, that story broke, and he probably wanted to do this on his own time and his own dime. And uh, I'm surprised that this is all he released. Uh, maybe that's because he didn't, now that it was upstaged by the two reporters upstaging Tom Brady, that uh, on his retirement that he didn't release it. I'm surprised that he didn't release a, you know, a Tom video, a farewell video. Maybe that's coming. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. But uh, it's pretty, you know, it's amazing how now uh, that's not true. Tom hasn't talked to us. We don't know what's going on. Uh, that isn't true. But they stood by the reporting. And that's, of course, why they stood by the reporting, because the inside track Uh, knew what was happening and it was a done deal. It's kind of crappy. I mean, I get wanting to be the first and be the person that reports Tom Brady is retiring. You want to be the first, but it's kind of crappy that they would do that. I know Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington, two, uh, you know, NFL reporters wanted to be first. And I thought Darlington was on the inner circle of Tom Brady. That's what I heard through the grapevine. I don't know that he's going to be on the inner circle anymore with uh, the Brady pipeline. But, you know, for them to just undercut Tom announcing his retirement, kind of crappy. And like I said, I get wanting to be first and having to be first. But in this case, everyone was kind of on the same page that it probably was going to happen. I didn't think it would. I thought he'd stick around for one more year. But, you know, he also, the way he talked about the wife wanting him not out on the field anymore and the kids wanting more time with him, uh, you know. So uh, it was the right time for him, you know, and he obviously thought the same thing. But it's, uh, and he's giving up, I think, 
by doing it now, it means uh, he doesn't have to get paid the 15 or 20 million from the Buccaneers that was owed to him. So, um, because that was some kind of delayed signing bonus cash. I don't know if Tom gets that or not. I'm guessing he'll be okay even if he doesn't get that extra $15 million. But it's tough to turn down $15 million. <laughs> Tom, you still, uh, you still want us to you know, give you the $20 million? Yes. Okay. All right. Fine. All right. Here you go. So we'll see if he still gets that money. But it was kind of crappy of uh, Schefter and uh, Darlington to undercut Tom's announcement like that. Eh, just, I know it's just me. And I wanted to thank all the truckers that called in, uh, this morning on Pat Unleashed. I've been filling in for Pat all week while he's on vacation. And today was trucker Tuesday. And, uh, we talked to truckers from all over the country and I want to thank them very much for calling and listening, listening to Pat's show, listening to chewing the fat. Thank you. I mean, truckers are the lifeblood of this country, man. And no one, no one, you know, I say a lot of things joking around, but no one uh, supports the truckers more than I do, man. Truckers run this country, and I'm happy they're out there delivering goods. Now, that having been said, let me say uh, to Marvin and his wife, I'm here for you, okay? I'm here. I know Marvin talked a little bit about going camping with the wife, and she had to take me along for the camping trips. And I understand Marvin, I understand how frustrating it is when someone else comes into your life and you don't want to. But look, while you're out fishing, I'm back at the tent with the wife. Okay? You brought it up, not me. So, I know. I know. You're welcome. You're welcome. And so you remember who Marvin is. Jeffy, this is for you. (laughs) Thank you. And for Mrs. Marvin, thank you. You know, I I see the story about the North Carolina couple who are now saying that, hey, we're still married, we're still together, even after the wife revealed that she uh, is a lesbian. And look, hubby is my childhood sweetheart, and we're still together. And we have two children together. But I always knew, uh, you know, uh, lesbian, but uh, kept my sexuality secret from uh, hubby until, you know, last summer. And I just... I just couldn't keep it anymore. And Ryan Hubby said, well, you need to st- we need to stay together for the sake of our two young kids. And she agreed. So we're still married and we still live together in our house with our kids. Uh, you know, and uh, for right now, what we do works. Uh, we're trying to figure out our careers and trying to make sure that our kids have the best outcome. Now, sure, we go out from time to time and try to find hookups together. <laughs> but that's okay because Ryan is, uh, you know, her soulmate. And that's, I look, sure, I'm attracted to women, but Ryan is, uh, you know, my best friend and, you know, the father of my children. We got married. I was 19. He was 20. We've been together basically through all of our 20s and... 
he's the person I've been around constantly. And so I just, look, I, I just want to, I just want to be together with him, but you know, not like that. Uh, so apparently they have, uh, their TikTok channel is documenting their unusual marriage. So that's good. I mean, that's really good. And I will say this, that she looks different than when they got married. Uh, no doubt about that. She does look different than when they got married. So I'm sure that, uh, you know, that's uh, the way it goes. Now I know that, uh, you know, Nicolette said that she and Ryan are both, you know, the same, have the same taste in women. So that's good. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Then. So just leave me alone. You can follow them on TikTok and see how their life is going. And I, you know, when you, when you find yourself thinking, well, that's kind of strange. Why would they still be together? A lot of people were asking you the same question saying, Hey, uh, what are you doing? Uh, and according to others, they were like, Hey, I went through this three years ago. He stuck by my side and I'm thankful he's my best friend. Okay. Uh, others had said, um, you should divorce, and uh, that's the way it should be. Uh, I never forgive someone who wasted my time like that. <laughs> I will just say though that now I don't know that there's any turning back. Uh, you know, you can quote me on this. Once you're in it, you're in it. And Ryan and Nicolette are in it right now with both feet. So be sure to follow them. They found a supportive community on TikTok. There's a surprise that people have found supportive communities on a social media platform. <laughs> That's kind of what the social media platforms are built for to find, you know, supportive communities. It doesn't mean there's a whole lot of that community. It just means that there are, you know, other dingleberries out there like you, you know, like when you follow me on Twitter at Jeffy JFR, or, you know, Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio, Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio, Getter, at Jeffy JFR. You know, I never got to my stupid Getter story either. Um, you know, you can follow me there, and it's kind of like a supportive community. <laughs> That's the way it works. That's what social media is. So they've, you know, obviously embraced it, and that's just the way it is. And she's revealed to her family and friends, and, now, you know, not only Ryan knows, but everyone does. And they've just embraced it. So that's wonderful for them. And I'm sure wonderful for the kids, too. And it's just the way it, it's the way it is. Look, you don't want to live a, a life that's meaningless and a life that's just hidden from everyone. And so you had to come out. I will say that I kind of agree with that. I do kind of agree with that. And good for them for working it out. I see where the Falwells are back in the news. Really strange. I thought that we were done with Jerry Falwell and Junior now. But I guess Becky just gave a big interview to uh, Vanity Fair. And she's saying that they are happier than ever. Sure, I missed the pool boy. No, she didn't say that. <laughs> but I'm sure she does. And she said that, uh, you know, and then there's the story about Jerry who, you know, he says he took testosterone. Whoa, no, not testosterone. To get in shape to win Becky back after her affair with the pool boy. But blames the side effects, making him more combative. 
He said that uh, his wife's affair motivated him to change his workout regimen and start weightlifting and take testosterone supplements. After learning about Becky's affair, he learned about it because he walked in on them. And there they were. And uh, he was a little upset about that. But you remember when he lost all that weight, he looked great. And then uh, apparently that was just to try to win her back. And then, you know, all of it came crashing down. And he blames that on uh, testosterone. Now, Becky, uh, say, claimed that they're, you know, he walked in on them at one point and found them. They met, uh, she met Granada while he was working at the Fontainebleau Hotel in Miami. And she talked about, there's some, there's some videos out there too. She said that I had a big can, Canon camera. So she wasn't talking about him. She was talking about herself. She had a big Canon camera and a couple of times I put it on the dresser and Giancarlo agreed and we recorded ourselves. So there's video out there too. I would like to see the video, please. Yes, that would be nice. Anyway, oh no, stop it. I wouldn't look at a video like that. So according to Junior, uh, it was traumatizing. And so, uh, you know, that's what they say. Now, she claims that some of this some of this time of, uh, you know, when they were talking about, remember when she had sex in her daughter's bed with the affair? She said, Clem, she kept saying no, but she was scared to death and she was holding it. She, he was holding, uh, holding the movies and the affair over her. And so everything is going. Also, Becky is saying everything will be answered in a book and a Hulu documentary that he is working on. Oh, okay. So Granada has signed a deal for the, a Hulu documentary and a book. That will be interesting because now he's forcing their hand, right? They're, they're going to have to come out and document one way or the other whether this is right or wrong. And they've already documented that some of it is true, right? It's just a matter of what is and what isn't. And that's, that's a tough fight to have when you're them because they've admitted to it being a problem at the time, but now they've never been happier. And I will say the latest picture of both of them, uh, they still have a little cash because they haven't, uh, shied away from the dinner table. I'm not one. Look, I'm a I'm a fat guy too. I got it. I understand it. But the 80 pounds that he lost uh, prior to wanting to get his wife back, once he got her back, pff, those days are over. I can go back to eating, and I don't blame you, <laughs> Jerry. I'm with you, my friend. I'm with you. But it'll be interesting to see them what they do to fight back. Uh, if uh, you know the the Hulu documentary actually you know, does have some lies and, uh, we'll see if there's any real bombshells in there. And if they don't fight back much, you got to believe that, uh, the documentary is probably true. Right. And if they love each other, so be it. Right. So be it. We'll be looking forward to the Hulu doc though. And in health news, a couple quick health stories, uh, good news for Moderna. Uh, they have launched a clinical trial for HIV vaccine, that uses mRNA technology. Uh, that's the same technology, obviously, used in the COVID vaccine. And U.S. Health, of, health officials have granted full approval to Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine. 
All right. Well, congratulations, Moderna. I mean, it's been a good week. Uh, the vaccine drug will be marketed under the same name, SpikeVax. So it's full approval from the FDA and U.S. health officials. SpikeVax. And we know that uh, COVID cases fell below 500,000 a day. And the average daily deaths near 2,400. And I would say that most people feel that it is over. I saw yesterday where um, Chick-fil-A had reopened their seating at their stores, at their restaurants. So that pretty much means that the pandemic is over, right? I mean, I read it on social media. Hey, Chick-fil-A has opened their dining area again. The pandemic is over. Let's wrap this thing up. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.